All right, cool. So how excited are you to be participating in the DAP Rose uh, debut set uh, season? Oh, very good. It was uh, very good. Very good. It's, uh, you know, I I was still learning about dabs and that stuff a little bit, but it was uh, mm-hmm. it was definitely very good. Uh, good experience. I had fun doing it. It was mm-hmm. actually a, a nice little crowd that came out to see the event and um, we enjoyed the night. Nice. Uh, with COVID going around, how was uh, different? How different was it, uh, you know, trying to film for uh, the season? Well, I mean, like with COVID going on, I guess the difference would have been, it would have been, first of all, it would have been a lot more people there. We would have invited a lot more people. This would have been, if COVID wasn't going on, this was this would have been a very, very big event. So it would have probably been a few thousand people. So we kept it at a right. minimum of like 25 or less people kind of distance from each other, mostly mm-hmm. the workers and stuff that was there. But, um, you know, these guys, were, these guys that we did this with, I've been on them for quite some time. Um, they kind of gave me uh, education in the uh, the uh, the marijuana business years ago, so it was it was fun to uh, see those guys and work with them again. Got it. Um, what are your recent thoughts on the now? This this word is really hard for me to pronounce. But what are your recent thoughts on the uh, decriminalization of marijuana? I hope I said that word right. Well, I don't know. If I- well, I think um, I, I think that's a very big deal, and I think mm-hmm. uh, what we all what we have to realize is just today there's still people getting arrested for uh for marijuana on certain charges some people uh, are still trying to grow too much weed so there's as long as you're following the laws and the and the, and the legal limits of, of what you're supposed to do i have no problem with people growing marijuana but there's still some people out here not following those laws now the people from past the people from past convictions i feel like um all those cases the majority of those cases should be thrown away. I guess there's, there would be something, sometimes you would have to go look at the evidence and see if somebody should be charged or something. But I, in my personal heart, I think all those cases should be thrown away because even myself have had a previous marijuana charge in life. Mm-hmm. All right, the NBA is back. Um, who was your favorite player to watch um, these days? As I watched the NBA today, I... Uh, and being that I, I played in the NBA, yeah. I look at it and I always look at for guys that are like spark plugs. So some people, sometimes they watch the game and they look at the game and they see stars like LeBron James, um, you know, Kevin Durant. When I watch the NBA games, I kind of look at the games to see who, which players can like be a spark plug for a team. So like my favorite player in the NBA right now would be Van Fleet for Toronto. Oh yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a, he's like a little dude, but he's kind of like a spark plug, and that's yeah. kind of the way I look at the game. So it's like those guys are the most important in the game because it's like a little fuse that's about to pop off, and you never know. So social media. Um, so back when you were playing and uh, when you were playing basketball social media wasn't really like the way it is now. So like, you know, with basketball highlights, you know, we could see a dunk over and over and over on social media versus, you know, when in your day, you would just have to see it on maybe like the highlights on TV or something like that. But how has social media changed um, how, you know, you like people have been able to see um, basketball highlights and um, a lot more things going viral? Well, that's actually a great question. I'm glad you asked me that. And I'll explain this to you real quick. Well, social media is so big and it's so powerful that when you look, you guys, you can see it yourself. So when you look on TV and you see these guys sign for these big, huge contracts, that's a lot of that is because of uh, TV rights and social media, because these guys are, are kind of 
they're 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 so that's bigger than life. So they become mm-hmm. bigger than life because of social media. They have that platform. Right. And um, that's why you see so many guys these days uh, signing these huge contracts because they're so familiar with people and people are so comfortable with them. So uh, the, the rights of these contracts have, have blossomed. The TV rights on TV have blossomed. The radio rights have blossomed. So that's why you see these players are now making more money than they ever have today. Absolutely. Do you feel the NBA should continue with the season, even though COVID is at an all time high right now? Like they've had to postpone so many games um, already and the season literally just started. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any thoughts, if any? Yes, I think they should continue. And I think what the problem was, and that's another good question. I think what the problem is, is this last year, I think the NBA did very well because they were in a bubble in Orlando. Mm -hmm. But this year, now they're traveling. They're trying to, to me, they're trying to simulate what the NFL is doing. We're traveling the city to city and playing. And of course, you're you're going to have more um, more guys getting ill. So I think um, at the end of the day, what they're going to have to do is uh, just make harder rules for the players. I think, as you've seen in the last couple of days, now you can't really greet, hug players on the court, things of mm-hmm. that nature. And I think yeah. that here in the future, you're going to see them. Even even keep players away from each other even more and more, and uh, and keep an eye on them. So um, you know the, the hard job really goes to the players because they're going to have to uh, kind of stay away from people. But it's rightfully deserved because again, um, these guys are making a, a tremendous amount of money, yeah. and that's a tremendous amount of uh, it's, just a, it's a tremendous amount of pride and a professionalism that has to go with that job. If you could give your younger self um, any advice. What would you tell the younger Sean Kemp? Like, what would you, <laughs> what's the advice you would give your younger self? <laughs> oh man, you know you're probably the first one ever asked you that. But I would, if I could give myself any advice, I think um, when I was younger, I would tell myself just be patient and be patient in life. Be patient on what you're gonna do. You can't hit a home run in everything that you do. Um, mm-hmm. That would be my advice to myself. Absolutely. Nice. Okay. So because I write for a hip hop magazine, it's only right. I ask you a hip hop question. So back in your day, what was your go-to uh, song to like listen to before the games or like, I don't know. Do you have like a, you probably had like a cassette. It was so, so long ago. No, I, no, I didn't. I had a CD, sweetie. I had a oh. CD. Thank you. But also, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not that old, but I had a CD. And um, no, I am. Um, I was one of the guys that actually used to carry a, a big old jam box around every stadium oh, that I wow, played cool. because, you know, music music is part of our culture. Music is part yeah. of us. makes us mm-hmm. feel good. Therefore, when we're sitting in the locker room, when we're sitting in before games on the bus of that nature, I was the guy that always had the big jam box. And um, anything mob deep, anything oh. anything got a little, little smooth jazz, but a little gangster to it. I was on mm-hmm. like a 3-6 Mafia. Um, and my favorite, my favorite group back in the day, I, I would have to say was Hip Ball AG. Oh, wow. That's dope. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite groups as well. So, um, uh, let me get down to the last two questions I have for you. All right. So who do you think will be the NBA champs, um, at the end of the season? Again, I, I, I would have to say, um, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would love to say the Brooklyn Nets, but I think they're probably one year away from being the best team in the NBA. But you this think year so? I would have to this year I would have to say the Los Angeles Lakers just because 
uh, Kevin Durant's coming off an injury. But I, mm-hmm. I, I would love to see uh, the Brooklyn Nets win the championship. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I would be uh, there for it. Mm-hmm. So my last question, um, because I write for Respect Magazine, I have to ask you, what does the word respect mean to you when um, you see that word or you hear that word? Well, I mean, respect can be taken in different ways, but to myself, just the, the respect of um, of of, of uh, when you when you say someone when you when your parent respected someone to be positive, just being a positive vibe, I think uh, is showing respect these days. There's so much yeah. disrespect out here in this world that I think yeah. just being positive is is a, a respect towards anybody these days. All right. And uh, that's going to end our interview. Thank you so much, Sean, uh, for doing this interview with me and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. No, thank you.